And now, your starting lineup for this Candid Athletic Training Podcast. At host, standing at a field near you, it's Chad Henneberry. And at host, you'll find him at the gym at 5 a.m., Kevin Creighton. This lineup brought to you by Jordan Fishkin. intro music we have <laughs> it's so much fun to listen to remember picking out all those songs oh my gosh that was wild yeah it was fun that was a long time ago oh it really was it, it was really a long was. time ago oh, but i love it yeah. every time every time we play the music it gets me going it gets the people going it's like stepping on stage a little bit the only thing i would say is i feel like it's moving a little fast do you feel like this song's going a little fast today it's, it's almost over is it like 1.2 like what do you listen to your podcast on again 1.5 i listen at 1.5 you, yeah i'm like a 1.25 oh really yeah are you are you i don't do 1.5 yeah okay i I usually listen to it on Apple Podcasts, and so it you could just jumps from one to one and a half. Do you ever feel like just messing with people? What if it really talks really fast right now? <laughs> what if variable speed sucks slow? Oh God! If I would have just, I would have just turned this podcast off right there. uh, You know what? These guys just lost me right there. (laughs) I'll catch you next week. Anything for the people? Yeah, just uh, you know, if you like what we're doing, if you can at least appreciate the attempt of humor that we we try. God, um, leave us a review. Fucking try on either (laughs) platform that you listen, whatever. Let the other people that aren't listening to podcasts know that we are out there and it, it is so much fun. Let them know what yes. they're missing out on. Do us a favor. His head o- head over to your like your Apple Podcast app. Hit the Canon Athletic Training guys. Write a review, screenshot it, and then tag us in it. Yeah, that's an easy way. That's a really cheap way to get onto the podcast, right? Yeah, we love reviews. Reviews are our friend. Yeah, they are. So. Um, other than that, you know what? We've been uh, having fun with this, the two-show thing. Mm-hmm. I don't even know until we get into the next segment what sh- what kind of show we're doing. I really don't know I either. think I, I don't even know what day it is. Yeah, we're flying through these things. Oof, just just pounding them out. So I think we're in we're in the mid-80s here. Oh, we are. So we we're, are we're somewhere creeping in the up, mid-80s. We're creeping up on 100 episodes. How about that? We're going to have to get... do something fun for a hundo. Oh, we should. We really should. I wonder we'll, what I wonder what we'll do. We'll have some We got we got a little bit of time. Maybe we'll pop a bottle. It. A whole bottle of root beer. Of caffeine. <laughs> <laughs> some caffeine, which we talked about so last times. week. Yeah. Whatever. What? Maybe 3 weeks ago. I don't know. It depends on when you're listening to this. Yeah, that's true. Right? That's true. That's true. You never know. You it's, never know. The crazy thing about uh, podcasting is you're always in like a time warp. Yeah. It's like today is a different day for it's so everybody wild. that listens to us on a different day. Whatever. Somebody somebody could right now be listening to episode four, which I think was the ICE episode. I A.K.A. Think. Why You Hate Your Athletes. Yeah. Um, 
And it's, I mean, that was so long ago. Yeah. God. Should we get into the show instead of just rambling yeah, on? Yeah, we're... Nobody wants to we're, listen to this we're crap. We're overthinking it. Yeah. We're just going to give you some <laughs> candid athletic training talk. How about that? Okay. Yes. All right. We're going we're gonna to go here. Friend or foe? Oh, wow. And, I think that's definitely the first time we've started with friend or foe. Let's go. Do it. Pre-wrap. Ah. Oh, pre-wrap. Um, uh, friend. It's friend. You got a friend. Pre-wrap's a friend. Um, number one, because you can use it for more than just being pre-wrap before you tape. Oh, what do you use it for? Um, holding stuff together. What stuff? So I would like, um, instead of using tape, like say a box that like when you're going on the road and maybe you're, you're putting a, something in your trunk and maybe you got like an old uh, Tupperware container or something that you got meds in or something. And that tends to pop open with maybe, so I we were elevation right with on an airplane and some things would expand and pop open and so i would just use pre-wrap to hold it shut Got because it. then it wasn't like tape holding it shut right it was it would stretch but it would still hold everything together so i think it's a it's a friend because it's it's useful friends are useful yeah they are can be only if they loan you money um <laughs> You know that's a that's a it's a valid point. Okay, where are you going with this? I'm gonna go full. Ah, uh, you wrong. You're I wrong. I know. Well, I'm gonna go full <laughs> because I I do like that it is you know. a little bit multi-purpose, but yeah. um, at the same point, you can get by without it. You if can. you didn't have it, you could still do what you needed to do. When was the last time you taped an ankle with no pre-wrap? I would prefer to. When was the last time you did it? Uh, that's answer, a great question. Answer the question, Chad. I don't know. Yeah. I don't know either. But, probably, okay. Honestly, probably when I but, was in or school. Is, is pre-wrap not the hardest part of the ankle or the tape job? Oh, God, no. I think it is. I don't think so. It's always it. rolling Easy. up on you. Really? Yeah. Oh, no. I got it down. All I'm right. really good at it. Okay. Yeah, totally really good at it. I just feel like it's an extra step that it is an could extra be step. a little unnecessary. And if hmm. I just, I just, it's not really a foe, but I don't necessarily think hey, it's a it hardcore a friend. <laughs> <laughs> it's an acquaintance. It's, yeah, it's just around. It's just actually, it's kind you of like a creeper. One of them, man. It's a oh, creeper it's a just creeper. hanging around. And oh. It's like, uh, just getting in the way. Yeah, no, I'll go foe. I'll go fall because I feel like I could. I feel like I could do my job without pre-wrap. If pre-wrap didn't exist, I feel like I could still accomplish all my duties. I would love to tape an ankle with no pre-wrap and just see how it goes. Make do you have you, it's been have you really made somebody time. shave shave it down? No. Okay. No, I haven't. The only one thing I very self-conscious about with pre-wrap, yeah, is. Too much layering, right? And so it gets too thick. Yep. And then it's it creates this like white athletic tape, like ankle tape job that like is kind of movable. 
uh-huh. and then it's like defeating the purpose, right? Yeah, that's what I'm saying. See, you're coming over so to the, my side. No, here. no, no, no. So I'm just very conscious about how thick that layer Foul. of pre-rep is. I, to me, it's a friend. You know what, though? It's a foe. Here's the other thing. <laughs> That's that. It's a it's a friend with baggage though. It's a you, creeper. Because you need you still need tough skin, or you need like you need some sort of spray, because otherwise, I also think the pre wrap is almost like it becomes a foe without the spray. Oh man, it's got baggage. It's a friends with baggage. It's friends with baggage. <laughs> this is the. This is actually honestly the best friend or I thought this was gonna. I thought this wasn't gonna be stupid. No, you were, is... you were like pre wrap, and I'm like, whatever, Chad. I trust you, man. <laughs> Whenever you and, come up with this stuff, like randomly, I'm like, yeah, whatever. I it's this one's gonna be a stupid segment, and then it ends up being kind of no, funny because I, there's I, layers. I still don't. There's always still got This is like an onion. It's still a friend to me though because I think I use it or I. I you use, use it for your a friends? lot of stuff. <laughs> you use your friends? Hell yeah, I do. You're my friend. How often do you feel used? <laughs> okay. Hey Chad. Hey Chad, can I live in your basement? <laughs> oh sugar. Oh. Are you guys, so you're saying you're saying friend. I'm saying full. The people will have the final say on this. No, they won't. Yeah, they will. <laughs> Very good. Okay. Where do you want to go next? Um, I don't know. <laughs> All right. You can you can make the call. FMK then. Okay, that would be it, fun. It leads into our top five. Oh, that's a good call. Or do you want to do the top five to lead into? I just said FMK. Okay, FMK. <laughs> Rehab. You get to choose, and if okay. this is your first time listening to the program, it's the F one, marry one, kill one. We're going to give you three options. You're going to think about what you would do and compare it to what we say here. We're doing times to do rehab. Uh-huh. All right. And the three times we're going to allot you for doing rehab mm-hmm. before practice, mm. after practice, mm. or on your off day when there is no practice. Ooh. So, you know, treatment only days. Mm. Treatment only days. Yep. The old, the old everybody's got off except the athletic trainer. <laughs> Which is and the injured people, yeah, or the people that need work. <sighs> um, okay, you want to go first? Not really. Okay. Um, <laughs> all right. So I got a, I got an F, and I got a Mary, and I got a kill. Pre, post, off day. Ah. Uh, all right, I'm gonna marry pre. Wow. I'm gonna marry pre. Okay. Because I, th- in reality, I mean, I think. You're, for the most part, you're going to have practice every day, right? And Depending on your setting, yeah, you're going to have some, some activity. Yeah, yeah I mean, I, I'm, gonna, I'm thinking high school up. You know, you get practice pretty much every day. And your rehabbers, I mean, they need to work every day too, right? And so I think I got to marry getting that done pre-practice. Get, getting them done, you know, two hours before practice and then the hour before practice I'm getting people ready for practice and then practice starts or something right yeah so th- um, this is a little similar to yeah. the would you rather we just did it is in our last actually. episode I know I thought that same thing I know it's got a little in bit in the to it. abnormal show the Whatever. candid yeah. show yeah we Whatever. did we just Whatever did a would called. you rather would you rather stay late yeah and do your notes or just go home and do your notes from home. 
If you haven't listened to that show, you should yep. check it out. Because here's the thing is I don't I don't want to stay any later after practice than I have to. And I I mean, re, to stay after practice to do rehab just had, unless you have to, it, oh, that blows. So it really is I'm gonna demoralizing. Marry, yeah, I'm going to marry pre, I'm going to kill post, and I'm going to F the off day. And because I feel like, you know, oh, God, you know, fingers crossed, nobody has rehab that day, or you're so good at planning out your rehab schedule that you figured out how to have that rest recovery day fall in line with the off day for your rehabbers. Um, So I'm going to F that. So if, you know, you have to come in, at least it's only for a couple hours. So And here's the other thing. You can get some good quality one-on-one time on that off day. Get some good work and really do some damage on that rehab by effing it. On the off day. Yeah. This I'm really struggling here. That's fine. So from from my own selfish perspective, I would okay. say one thing, but from the athlete's perspective, what's best for the athlete, I would say something completely different. Okay. Um hit us with it. Okay. From the athlete's perspective, I think it makes the most sense to do rehab after. Um Oh man, this is actually really interesting. I'm thinking of the athlete that's still able to participate. If they're oh, okay. like a complete no-go in practice, then yeah. they should be doing it beforehand. But I'm thinking of the athlete that's like kind of working their way through the injury. Okay. I think it makes the most sense to do rehab afterwards. So I don't want to put them through a rehab and then go put them into any sort of competitive practice situation just on the off chance that I made it uh I've tired them a little bit, mm. and now all of a sudden you put them at a little bit higher risk for re-injury. Mm. So I, I think it's best for them to go do your sports-specific activity and then build strength afterwards when it's fatigued. So I would marry that. I think that's the most appropriate way for me, for the athlete. From um, the athlete's From the athlete's side. perspective. And in, in, uh. in that situation, I would have to kill the pre Okay. And then F with the off day because at least they're not putting themselves at risk for an injury. F- selfishly, from from my perspective, I would kill coming in on an off day just to do rehab because, mm-hmm. like you said, you if you can plan this out right, recovery is part of the rehab, mm-hmm. and a day off would be good for an athlete. And I think a lot of athletes get that, like they don't understand how important that off day is. You oh, have your yeah. overtrainers. Oh yeah. So from our perspective, like from selfishly, I would say I would kill it, and then I'd still marry. You know, if I'm going to be selfish, I want to do all of them beforehand, so that, like you said, when you get done with yeah. practice, you can just do treatment and go home. I'm already here so, before all of you, anyways. So you might as well get here when I get here. Yeah. So selfishly, for me, I would marry the. The pre, but that's just not what I think is best for the athlete. So you're you, what you're you're calling me selfish, and you, you're I'm calling you smart for doing it that way. Jesus, <laughs> Jesus. Does that make sense though? Oh, totally. No, I I I actually I agree with you. If if that it and it's the but is the um is this athlete still participating in yeah. practice? No, if it's, I, I if agree they're with a you full, If they're a yeah. full no-go in practice or game, then, yeah, just do it first thing 
Yeah, I was going at, like my head only went to not participating in practice yeah. at all. Okay. Well, it's that's a really unique and that's fun because there's there's different way there's different layers to that. So I think that was interesting. Another thing to think about is um that athlete that's almost participating in practice. Yeah. And they need maybe that 50% athletic trainer, like taking you through movement things and, you know, playing catch with the guy or blah, blah, blah. Yeah. But then also needs the coach to monitor some stuff, right? Yep. Looking at how they're actually functioning from their, uh, like, viewpoint. Um, and that's going to be better accomplished prior to practice. To be honest, in a perfect world, you get them through like their partial practicing and you get, they can do all their sports specific activity like in the beginning. Yeah. And then all of a sudden the coach is like, no, I'm done with them while the other guys are doing this. Go do your rehab. Yeah. Like that's the ideal situation. Yeah. yeah. So. Interesting. So it leads us to our top five. Yeah. Rehab. We're going to continue on the rehab train here. Choo choo. Going to that's rehab. That's the rehab train. Where was the, where would the rehab train go to? You think? I, I don't know. <laughs> choo choo. Not mind. Amy Winehouse's house. Okay, this is this is going to be speaking of train. This is a train wreck. Okay, this top five is a train wreck. I believe you. So we asked, who do we ask here? Oh, we asked athletes. the athletes. <laughs> so yeah, that's, that's why, why you know it's that's a, why I believe a train you. Wreck. We asked the athletes, what's your favorite rehab exercise? Yeah, and so I when I started thinking about this, I was like, oh my god, like one, do they even know what to call the exercise? That a new dance you, move. You, I just don't know what to call it. You probably had a million different answers for the exact same exercise. Oh, just wait. But then I said, you know what? Okay. I'm going to go with, if I'm an athlete and I'm doing rehab, I went with some, I want to be lazy as heck. Okay. And so I just want to be on a table. I'm going to do some clamshells. Okay. All right. And then... Super easy exercise. Oh, I got to get off the table, but I'm just going to do some calf raises. <laughs> okay. All right. And then I also, my brain went to, well, what could help me do my exercise and make it a little more beneficial? I'm going to do straight leg raises, but with Russian stim because it's not me really doing it. It's the machine that's doing it, right? Yeah. That's what's actually benefiting me. Um, then I went in a different direction and I said anything in a swim X oh, because yeah. if I can get if I can get into a pool that's just fun right it's no, it's no longer rehab it's fun I think you have the right? psyche of the athletes going and then very strong right here I went to the athlete that's like no I want that I want that burn like I want to know I'm doing this really well and so I went BFR squats oh interesting how did I do well <laughs> you did better than the athletes did Oh, okay. <laughs> so we're going to start this with a little bit differently. Yeah. So we asked 100 athletes, <laughs> you're just gonna, name a favorite <laughs> rehab exercise. Name them all off because there's only one for each one. <laughs> no. Of, okay. of the 100 athletes we pulled, what's your favorite rehab exercise? How many of the 100 do you think actually gave an actual rehab answer, an actual exercise that would be considered rehab? <sighs> 23%. 58. Okay. <laughs> we got 58 actual rehab exercises right. and a lot of non 
<laughs> we got a lot of treatment, and that's the problem. Oh, okay. That's the trademark. Right. People, All right. All athletes right. think that treatment is rehab. Good call. And that is the biggest problem we have. That is with an, athletic training. That's actually a huge not issue. being able to get across that concept to an athlete. Yeah. Yeah. And so that's where this is a train wreck. Yeah. Okay. Help me help you. Help yeah. me help you. Doing a treatment is not doing rehab. Show me the money. Okay. So we had two responses <laughs> that had eight answers. One of them was none. I don't want to do rehab. <laughs> that I, I almost put that. <laughs> um, the other one was actually any sort of balance exercise. Any, any, any sort okay. of, like, I'm balancing on one leg and then I get to throw a ball back and forth. Like, okay. single leg balance was okay. the winner as far as rehab. On a BOSU ball or uh, not? Nope. Well, some people did. <laughs> oh, there were a couple people that said BOSU squats and BOSU ball. Okay. There was there was two of those, but I didn't include that. Okay. It was, um, somebody called pencil pickups. Pencil it was basically single leg... It was a single leg squat where they had to use their other foot to pick up or not. Sorry, not the other foot. They had to, the athletic trainer would put a pencil on the ground in random places and then they would have to squat down single leg and then pick up the pencil. Ah, okay. So it was just, yeah, very open activity. Yeah. Um, The next most popular response with five was STEM. (laughs) Not STEM. One, one person said e-stim. One Ooh. of the fi- one of them got it right. Yeah. Um, the which you know it's, I'm I'm assuming they were trying to go for the yeah. Russian. Somebody, you know? and we had five answers for I don't know, really I don't know what my favorite one is. So that's yeah. boring. And then we have a, a big group of four. So Ooh. we had a lot of fours. Okay? okay. So here's what we're here's what we got for four band walks. Ooh yeah. Foam rolling. That's, that's a treatment. Not an exercise. <laughs> yeah. Massage. That's not an exercise. That's not an exercise. Arm care or like rotator cuff exercises. Okay. Yeah. I almost put eyes, 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 and T's. Yeah. Yeah. And then any sort of weighted ball throwing. Get out of here. Which I could see as, I mean, I, I would consider at least something. Okay. Yeah. It's an exercise. So that's what we got for, uh, so you can see where the athletes went. They went the, I don't want to do... I want you to do it to me. Correct. So uh, everything else was like we were all over the place. Yeah. Uh, Any we, funny we did ones? have we did have three um, swim X underwater treadmill, so you weren't too far off there. Okay. Uh, fun ones. Oh yeah, we did have one fun one. Some athletes said twelve ounce curls for brachioradialis. <laughs> uh, that was probably, what? Yeah. That's weird. Oh, uh, we had another one that said anything with the connect. So they must have some sort of um, like a connect or uh, like a a Wii where they have a very interactive game console type situation as PlayStation Connect, which is probably. Yeah. So uh, that was fun, too. I think that's probably a a way to engage them. Yeah. So uh, I'm surprised nobody said like uh, like the Compex or we had Normatec and cupping and we had all the. All of that's that. So that was. What's the new one? Have you seen this new like power dot thing? I have. I don't know if I have or not. I don't know what that is. I, I, I keep coming across it. I don't know if it's a recovery device or if it's a more of a muscle stimulation device. Anyway. I don't know. If they want to 
jump on the podcast and let us know more about it. Maybe we should we check them gl- out. They can sponsor we'd, us. We'd gladly have you on. Power dot. It only costs $1 million. Okay, we have one more segment before we hit our feature topic. And our Do feature really? topic is fun. Oh, yeah, we have yeah. our fictional athletic trainer. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. That's right. And we're going to we're gonna go old school. And we mean Cause old school. We from the old school. But it's kind of for the young ones. It is for the young ones because it's, it's old school like when we were young. Yeah. But like, it's new. But it is new too. I don't know. The Muppets, The baby. Muppets. The Muppets. Um, if you don't know what the Muppets are. <laughs> they, were, they were basically puppets. <laughs> what year did they start? They were fun. Oh, gosh. That's a good question. I read. I don't know if I have an exact date. It said um, late uh, 50s. What? Uh, yeah, Kermit was uh, really Kermit was on another program that was that was really popular in the fifties, and then they got their own show. The Muppets got their own show, I think, in sixty one. No I think way. I read. Really? I believe. Oh my god! I never would have guessed that. I I mean seventies. I would I would have guessed more in the seventies. Yeah. Um, like mid seventies too, like seventy four, seventy five. Wow. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Oh, so cool. So we're gonna stick with the main, the OG cast, really. Yeah, the OGs, which everybody knows and loves. Um, yeah, I think we just go. Okay, so we here, just run through the cast, and I think we'll not even like some right away. Yeah, I mean, some of them are just like whatever. They're not gonna be good. Um, let's hear. Let's let's eliminate. Let's Beaker out. Can't even like you can't no, understand him. He's, he can't me, speak. Me, 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 and then me, Swedish me. fish is the same. Can you give me a little Swedish <laughs> chef? I can't. I said Swedish fish, but it's Swedish, Swedish chef. Yeah, Swedish. Yeah. So those two, I gotta be out. I think they are both completely out. Okay. They don't. They don't speak languages um, that we can understand. The rest of the cast might be at least worth mentioning. I'm not sure. The, the only thing, like Beaker, the, Beaker would be a good. He's like a good test dummy. Yeah. Right? You know. Yeah, I mean, that'd be fine. You could, you could run some experiments on him. Yeah, he, yeah. So maybe maybe he's a good athletic training student. Yeah, yeah he might be a good <laughs> athlete to experiment on. Yeah. Uh, okay. So what about? So I mean, honestly, like, wh- what about Kermit? Go uh, go go to the big dog. Okay, I think Kermit would be okay. Um, pretty optimistic. Very. Uh, I think a little naive. Yeah, absolutely. Um, Gets a little frazzled. A little frazzled, yeah. a little hectic. Uh-huh. Uh, yeah, not cool and calm under pressure. Not, that not much. quite sure. Uh, he's very, he's very, uh, he's very square. He's very like yeah. by the book. Yeah. Right. I mean, I don't think he really sees. I think he'd be a better athletic training educator than yeah than on the sidelines. Yeah, I I actually read a description that um, he gets flabbergasted a lot. Flabbergasted. I love it. <laughs> I was like, oh, that's a great word. Yeah. Flabbergasted. What about Miss Piggy? Oh, boy. That's a tough one. Um, tough. She's straightforward, which is she's very straightforward, which is good. <sighs> but she can, well, she's very direct. Um, she, I think, cares. She, Deep down, she really does care. Yeah. She might get a little too emotional. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Um, I mean, she a diva. She's a diva. That's a great right? word. You know, straight up diva. She'd be I don't a diva. know if athletic trainers can be divas. 
I they can't really. So I I don't think she's staying late. You know, I don't think she's coming in early. I definitely don't think she's coming on off day to do rehab. Now she's very good at re. She's very like she can do some exercises. So I oh, think yeah. she'd be good at she's rehab. Tough. I don't know if she'd be good at wound care or not. I don't know. I don't know if I've seen enough of that. She'd probably just yell at you. Yeah. Um. Boy. Oh boy. All right. Did you she's have got, anything? She's got on? some positive points, but yeah. no. I mean, like I to me, she's she's on the lower end okay. of like. Mainly the the diva status kind of takes her out of there. All right, who's next? Ah, uh, well, let's go, Fozzie. I Fozzie Fozzie was a bear. Loved Fozzie when I was a kid. Yeah. I wanted to be Fozzie Bear. Waka Waka Waka. Yep. Uh, he's the comedian. He's the funny guy. That's what he is. Um, but he's totally not funny. Also. Yeah. He's, right. He's he is. Dad jokes. Yeah, which is know? fine. Which is no, fine. No, I think it's great actually. Uh, um, I think he. I think he's a good. I think he would connect with the athletes pretty well. Yeah, he's because caring. they'd be like, "Ah, oh, you're just so silly." Waka waka, waka waka, and he is kind of like the, I don't know, um, he is a main character, but he's not Kermit, right? Yeah, like, well, which is which is kind of who we are. I exactly. So like. I think athletic trainers are main characters in the sports world and in the rehab world, the you know therapy world, but they're not the athlete. They're not the coach, right? Now, I think I if you're a comedian, you have to be a fairly decent communicator, even if your jokes aren't very good, but like presentation and how you like, yeah. dictate to others. Yeah, I think so. Okay. Who's next? Uh, Gonzo. Gonzo. Um isn't he pretty is, Debbie Downer? Like the so, sky is falling. Yeah. So the, here's the thing. I think Gonzo is the athlete. Yeah. Gonzo's like the he's the I I agree he's like with that. The performer. He's the one that's always like, um. He's doing like the stunts. He's, um, you know, trying to do something physical and then he fails. He falls. He. I mean, like. I think Gonzo is the athlete. I don't think he's the athletic okay. trainer at all. Fair. We'll we'll cross him off the list then. How about Animal? Oh, I loved Animal. Loved Animal. But too he's much like of the, a spaz. Yeah, he's the he's the over caffeinated athletic trainer. He's. Yeah. I mean, he's practically a. No, he's a devil. drummer. Oh, he is a drummer. Oh. Right, he's the drummer of the band. Is he? I think he's the drummer of the band. So his hand eye coordination is pretty mm. good. It's got tempo. It's got some tempo. rhythm. I, I mean, just like taping his taping's hand-eye coordination, so I, I think, think he'd be good there. I just think he's. Yeah, I don't. I don't know if you could deal with how. I think he's going to be a hardcore extreme. He's a little too hardcore. There's, he's he's wild. And he he doesn't speak. I I think he's he's the athletic trainer that's going to, um, lead the field lead the team out onto the field. Yeah, that's like, not a real thing. That's not. Yeah, you know what I mean. Like. He's that. He's the these strength and conditioning coaches that are. He's a strength and conditioning coach, <laughs> and he's like the one that's like doing the functional Bosu ball, like squat types. Like he's gonna try it all. I think. I think he's the he's the football strength and conditioning coach that's like doing like you know headers with the football team with no helmet on. Yeah, he's. I think that's who he he's is for, for sure. That's a good call. He's the, the over caffeinated one. Yeah. Okay. Yep. All right. So what he's about out. how about Scooter? Scooter, uh, you know what? Underrated. Mm-hmm. 
quiet, mm-hmm. unassuming. I don't mm-hmm. re- really remember his role. What, so me, I I, I this remember is, who he is. Yeah, right. I mean, it, it, maybe it's that's been who a we are. it's been a long time since I've watched some Muppets. But here's the thing: when I when I looked into this and I read the description, oh, he's the gopher. He is so he's like the producer of the show, right? He's the he's the one that keeps everybody in line. Yep. And he's like, so when Kermit gets all flustered about stuff, he's the one that like finds the answer. Yeah. He's the one that actually gets things done. And then Strong there was candidate. actual a description of him was master of all tools. Okay. Very good. I think that's a that's I think, a really good case. I really I think he's the he is legitimately the he, he's lead r- right now. Leader in the clubhouse. Yeah. Absolutely. Okay. I mean, I think we only have one more character, right? Well, I think you know we got the grumpy old guys in the oh. balconies. Okay, and Stal- Ralph Stalder and whatever Walsdorf or whatever. Stalder and Ralph. Yeah, Ralph. Stalldorf. Let's go, Ralph the dog, real quick. Yeah, go for it. The the piano playing dog. And he's yeah, and he's kind of like the. He's kind of he's like the sidekick, yeah, almost right. Like, and he's also, I don't know, he's a piano playing dog. So he's pretty awesome. A piano playing dog. dog. So there's some dexterity there. I think he's got, he's a very chill, calm, cool character. Oh yeah, totally. Like he couldn't be rattled. He was kind of like the oh, it's okay, we'll figure yeah, it out. Yeah, fine. Yeah. Um, no worries. I'll help you through. Oh, you. here it is. According to this, I'm, I'm on Wikipedia. It says, wonderfully down to earth with a dry, self-deprecating sense of humor and a master of the double take. Oh, I like him. <laughs> so that's what we got for Rolf. I love it. And then you said Waldorf and Statler. Yeah. Which I mean, just the grumpy old guys in the balcony. Yeah, they're just they're like the super critical. Oh, yeah. Just sitting like, there watching, just judging everybody. Yeah. Just standing on the sideline. I'm, I'm the old, old like just really uh what's the good word for it like uh the peanut old, gallery un- sure whatever a judgy athletic trainer that's just ah i mean look at that look at him run like ah jesus so we They're had gonna tear their acl in no time we had two baseball coaches that we actually called Staldorf because it was stadler and waldorf together yeah. we called them because that's who they were what were their names? What were their real names? I'm not going to say that to them. <laughs> they know who they were. <laughs> but they were fun. It was fun watching them bicker. They're just the bickering yeah. old couple. There you go. That's the, I think that was a word I was looking for, the bickering. bickering. So really, to me, this comes down to Scooter and Rolf. I think so, too. I, I think Kermit's got a little in there. I mean, he's the educator. He's okay. Right? But I, I just don't think I'm going when scooter. you lose your cool as easily yeah. as Kermit does, and I, I think Scooter and Rolf are your 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 main yeah. two here. I gotta go Scooter. I'm just gonna go Scooter. All right, and I'll go with Rolf. Yeah, and we'll Doggy let dog, dog. we'll let the people decide. Yeah, we'll see what happens. Okay, and they'll be wrong. Actually, that was pretty like that was pretty easy. Normally, when we have these big casts, sometimes yeah. we like get it's lost tough. in it. But this was pretty good in that it's the Muppets, it's baby. The Muppets, and it's like oh, we could go. But there was like a, a clear cut two that were good, and the rest yeah. were like, eh. Yeah. Even though some of the, like the bigger name ones are like, you love them. But yeah. You not want as, not you as want an the, athletic you want trainer. You want your superstars to be the best athletic trainers. It just doesn't happen. It's kind of like 
you know, when we re when we rehash the Game of Thrones, which we should do. Yeah, we're now that I'm do. almost finished with it, you're almost there. So, and I I have so much more to say too. We'll re we'll revamp that one. Yeah, we will. But. One day. All right. What do you want? To, oh, we got to get on to the topic. F- yeah, Holy we're cow! Flying through this episode. Gosh, you better not be listening it. to this on two times because yeah, you're gonna you're have gonna to be listen dis- to it twice. You're gonna be really disappointed. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, let's do. Let's just do our feature topic. Okay. What's our topic? Uh, I think, didn't you bring this one up? Well, I mean, we just, we have a... You came up with this one, I thought. We got a list of a bunch of things yeah. that we want to talk about eventually, and one of the... It's a good question. One is, what's the most addicting part to athletic training? I really actually think it's the fundamental question. Yeah, why, why, why do, do you, we continue why to do this? Because how do you keep doing I it? I feel like every other episode we do is negative, I don't feel like every other show, but like we do the, the, we're underappreciated, we're underpaid, the hours are bad, whatever. So why do we keep doing this to ourselves? Yeah. So there's got to be something that, you know, you hook into and it's why it's what's, what's addicting about this. Yeah, I think so. So what, do you have anything that sticks out to you? Um, broad, broad statement here, Yeah. but the success stories. Right, oh, that's cool. I mean, I think we've been bringing up these success stories in our our other show. Um, I think it's what keeps us. Um, God, just like the boring days are outweighed by these successful days. Yeah. Um, and we look forward to those, and when we do get them, it's so rewarding to gosh if you're like we've heard recently you know reviving somebody from maybe dying that's pretty amazing but um having an athlete reach out to you years later because they are being successful in a different way in their career um are the moments that i think are so addicting of this profession because we get to know who we interact with so well. There are there are not many therapists, and I'm thinking, you know, physical therapists, occupational therapists, um, even just in rehab specialists at in different settings that get to interact with their patients who are generally our athletes um, as much as we do. And I think... We get to have these success stories long term, but then also these like little successful days with people that God like definitely get you waking up in the morning and wanting to go back to work. You bring you said something there that was really interesting to me. Um, uh, you get to see the the success story play out in front of you, where maybe some of the other professionals don't. So yeah. a physical therapist will see a patient and rehab them back to full and they have the, their discharge day, yeah. but then they never get to see them perform after that. Usually, usually more not. often than not where we get to it, go through it with them. Yeah. Very, very few physical therapists actually get to see yeah. the end result. 
So I think that's a very cool point is that that relationship continues beyond just that, okay, hey, you're ready to go, go do it. It's like, hey, I'm here to support you as you do it. Yeah. Which is, that's a really good point. And I think there's, there's a, um, we get to even, you know, you get somebody back from injury and now they're participating in sport again. You get to still work with that person each day. You don't just get to see them the next time that they're injured in most cases with athletic training. Most. Yeah. Um, and some, you know, it is that way, you know, you're, you're very removed from your athletes. And the only reason that they're seeing you is because they are injured, but, um, yeah, you got anything specific? I, the one, I have a couple other yeah, addicting things. Yeah, I've got things. one specific one and one kind of broad one. My, mm-hmm. I'll give you my broad one because it's kind of similar to the one you just talked about. I like everyone gets into this because they want to help people. Like that's kind of addicting to me. Is this how many people can I help? Mm-hmm. And whether it's a small help or a big help, it still feels like you accomplish something. Yeah. Um. To me, that's addicting. Um, like it's, it's like a high, knowing that, I, I had a part, and it's a small part sometimes, but it's I had a part in helping this person achieve their goals. So mm-hmm. it's it's very similar to what you were just you know talking about. But uh, well, I think it 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 goes into the idea of like, we also complain about this all the time. Yeah, but. It's very addicting being the person that everybody goes to for answers. You get a sense of accomplishment in that you are the rock. Yeah. You're the you're the kind of go-to person, the behind the scenes go-to yeah. person that maybe you're not going to get all the credit, but uh-huh. deep down you you feel like uh-huh. maybe you're the springboard or whatever. You that's yeah. So, even down to like um like a few examples. One it, one big one for me um, as a baseball athletic trainer, and we've talked about this a little bit on the podcast, but um, guys would come to me when their gloves would break. Yeah. Right. And so a base, like for a baseball player, if your glove is broke, like that's a that's a big deal. Like if especially if it's like your gamer, right? This is the this is the thing that makes me feel really comfortable in a game. Yeah. Um, and then they come to you and they say, "Hey, can you fix it?" Yeah. Like. It has nothing to do with my body, but I know that you are going to fix it. Yeah. Down to Chad, like, you know, my stomach hurts. Like, can you fix that? (laughs) Like, I mean, there's, there's these moments where, because you know what to do and you can, you can figure it out and you're trustworthy. Like it's addicting being the person that everybody goes to for answers. Right. Yeah. And it's like. I think, but it's, it leads into like, God, I wish I wasn't, really wish I wasn't always having to answer everything, right? Correct. It's very interesting that in athletic training, sometimes the things we hate the most are the most addicting. Yeah. I don't know. My other one, my specific one, is I love the rehab, like the, the nonstop trying to learn how the body moves. Yeah. Like that's addicting to me is... I. I, that's my favorite part of the job is rehab and figuring out what can I do with this person? How can I tweak an exercise to make them move a little bit better or more efficiently? So that's yeah. my, that's my specific one. That's, 
that's just something that I really look forward to. And I, so my, my other one very off of that is like, um, when you learn a new skill, whether it's like a, it, as simple as a new exercise that you want to use in somebody's rehab or a new manual therapy technique, whatever, and you get to apply it and it works. It's like, Oh, like I learned and I used it Yeah, and it was good. Yeah. Like that's super addicting. Agreed. Like there are times when I give a patient like just a simple exercise and it like clicks something in their head of like, Oh, that's what it's like to like use my core. And I see it like, I'm like, Oh yeah, that's why I'm doing this. So that next time they're at orange theory or next time they're at, like at their gym or whatever, picking up their kid, like they, they know how to like replicate that. It's like, Oh, all right, cool. Like I did my job. Like a teacher. And that's awesome. Like a teacher Um, or a parent that gets across a point that you're like, Oh my God. Instead of giving them the fish, you taught them how to fish kind of concept. Correct. uh, Yeah. I I totally. But even like sometimes like actually, you know, Hey, I learned a new manual technique or I knew I learned a new joint mob or I learned to like, I mean, and it's, it actually helps somebody versus just being like, Oh yeah, I did it because I just needed the CEUs or yeah. Yeah. Like, I see I, where you're coming I from. I keep watching this person on Instagram, and but eh, just no, nothing ever really works with any of my patients. Um, my other one, and my last one, is literally the banter. Yeah. The banter of athletic training. The interaction. Hence the podcast, right? It's very addicting. Like the, and I think a lot of people are going through it right now, like not being able to be in the athletic training room. But I remember you know, I'd get home from a long season and then just still having like that same rhythm of how I talked and maybe sayings that you said in the athletic training room and with the athletes or with the other athletic trainers. And, but I'd get home and I was around other people and I would say something and nobody got it. Nobody got the joke. Nobody, nobody understood the like little, the inside inside stuff. Yeah. Yeah. And it's like, Oh, like, dang it. Like, a week ago, I was really funny. Yeah. Now I'm not. Like, it's just that kind of stuff. The interaction that you get in an athletic training room, because you get to see people being real, you get to you get to be yourself, and there's so much that goes on in an athletic training room. Um, I think it's really addicting. It's a good one. Oy. That's a good one. Yeah. That's what I got. That's that's the addicting parts of athletic training brought to you by Kevin. Yeah. So share share some of your more addicting yeah. parts of athletic training and let us know what you guys really appreciate about the job. Just so. if you're if you're huffing glue and that's what's addicting about athletic training, I don't want to know about it. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Let's uh let's close this one down. Okay. Knowledge is king. Chad, where can they find us in other places instead of just listening to us? Oh, the best place to find us is on your mobile device. <laughs> 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 on that computer you're the holding computer, in your hand? Any, yeah. Huh. Uh, our social media is candid underscore ATC. Uh, our website is candidathletictraining.com. And you can email us at candidathletictraining at gmail.com. 
Com. It's super straightforward. Yeah. Don't forget, you know, cheapest way to get on the podcast is leave us a review. Yeah. Head over to that Apple Podcast symbol. You know, just leave us a review. Yeah. You know, and le- if you want to leave one star, you want to leave five star, whatever, whatever you want to do. I don't, all, I don't care. All the stars. All the stars. Just so. uh, if you want to, then post it and tag us in it. That's cool too. Um, I don't know. We'll read your review out loud. Otherwise, uh, keep sending us. I don't know, maybe some cool intros. That's always really fun. Like, I, we love having your participation in that. And, I don't know, just thanks for listening. Everybody take care. Okay, bye-bye.